Hey, Jean. Hey, how's it going? Going great. Sipping on my coffee. Speaking of coffee, um, it's not very healthy, is it? I, I think coffee is fine. <laughs> I think that, um, I think that coffee is fine, and that people think a lot about healthy and not healthy things. Where I think at the end of the day, like a lot of stuff really doesn't matter, and your body will sort of get used to whatever it is that you're doing. So, for example, I'm having a soylent today, which is like a meal replacement, but it does, it's like the chocolate mocha flavor. So it's, it has like a cup of caffeine or whatever in it. And like, I was thinking about health and like what I'm eating in my diet quite a bit. And I really don't know if I'm doing it right, but also like, what am I going for as far as like metrics and what I want to feel? So I, I almost like get annoyed when people say, oh, well, this is healthy and you should have it because I'm not entirely certain what that means to like, to me, like personally. Like what healthy means? Yeah. Like, you know, that classic thing of like, oh, you should have this kale salad. It's, it's really, it's really good for you. (laughs) And like from, from an engineering standpoint, like, okay, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. (laughs) Good for you as opposed to what? Like if I have a burger with fries and a soda, is this kale salad healthier? Well, what outcomes are you looking for? Like, I don't think that either of those things by themselves amounts to like health. I feel like it's, it's almost like a weather versus climate debate where individual meals, you could like, you can label them in a category of healthy or unhealthy or, you know, I'm salt sensitive, so I need more or less salt or whatever it is your personal condition is. But just from the, like I used to judge people that have like fast food and all. And then I started having it myself and I very quickly learned that I can't have fast food every single day for a week because that makes me feel kind of sick. And that's when I'm like, okay, I think that's a measurable health outcome where if I have this food for a week and I don't like feel good, I'm going to say that that's not healthy because it puts me into like a state that I don't really want to be in. But if I have fast food sometimes, not every day, and it doesn't affect how I feel or it affects it just like temporarily, the long-term consequences are sort of harder to harder to know, harder to see. And you can track long-term trends, but like I don't. So I've sort of been a little lax on myself. And if I want to have like a sandwich for lunch one day, or if I want to have a Soylent for breakfast one day, as long as I'm not feeling bad, and I try to be introspective and sort of think about how I'm feeling. But if I don't feel bad, I think it sort of means that I'm being healthy. (laughs) Well, bad, you understand that bad is a subjective term, right? It's a subjective concept. Um, so like you don't feel bad doesn't, it doesn't mean that nothing is happening inside of your body. Right. But I think there are two extremes, you know, healthy and unhealthy. Um, and people think that if you do everything right, that you're not prone to, um, I don't know, cancer or whatever. Right. But it's actually not true. Right. Like there's so many factors that 
food influences. Like it's, I mean, if you, if you mess with your body and try to like go on diets or try to, like I do this sometimes where I'm like, okay, for, for the next month, I'm going to have just cereal and milk for breakfast. I'm just going to see what happens. And I've done this and you know what? Nothing happens. Everything's fine. It's great. And I'm, I'm a little lazy of like a cook. So I try to just establish a routine that I know can be sustainable. So if I have like cereal and milk for breakfast, some sort of like egg and toast for lunch, and then like a pasta thing for dinner, I can sort of do that indefinitely as long as I sprinkle in some like fruits and vegetables and like going out once in a while to like a restaurant or like a, like a corner store to sort of get some unusual food. So I feel like it's the well, it's the well-rounded diet that's important, but the core, the core meals, I've always felt a little bad about doing like cereal and like pasta meals and even like eggs or like breakfast foods to an extent. So having this guilt all the time, I try to like cycle it. So I don't feel bad because I, I change it. (laughs) So it stopped me from feeling bad long-term because I know that I'm not doing the same thing for years and years and years. So I'm almost like hedging. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hedging. That's interesting. Um, well, I feel like, I have mixed feelings about quote unquote healthy because like I said, when you, I know people who've never smoked, you know, never ate bad food and like got cancer or some, some sort of a, like a bad disease that doesn't, can't be cured or whatever, terminal disease. Um, anyway. So, but then I also know people who have not done any of that and live till, I don't know, 85. Um, so I think the thing to remember is that you are immortal. And what matters, I think, is also um, the quality of your last days of life. Um, and that's where exercise, food, and, you know, healthier lifestyle, I think, plays a role. At least in my, you know, in my, um, in my opinion, you know, watching... <clears throat> people kind of in their last days of life um, kind of gives you that perspective um, a little bit, I think. Um, Because you can, you know, you can, yeah, you can live to 85, but you can be in the wheelchair for for the last 15 years. Um, And that's not, you know, that's not the, and be dependent on everyone and feel like you're, you know, imposing on people around you, you know, even if they're close people and stuff. But you can live to 85 or you can live to 75 or whatever, um, and actually be on your feet, taking care of yourself and all that kind of stuff. So I think that that's important to remember too, but like, I'm not, you know, there are people who are like health freaks, right? Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, exercising three times a day, that kind of thing and eat only super healthy food. But I don't think that that that's a guarantee, um, against anything. On the other hand, so I also like I have a rowing machine and I try to I tried to like go to the gym and exercise. And I I can get very competitive and like data driven. So going to the gym is like a natural sort of activity where it's pretty easy to track how well you perform. So like I can lift this much weight, I can row for this long for this fast. So there are metrics that you can collect about your let's call it health or fitness. 
And some people, they obviously see the connection between how they're feeling and diet. And you could switch up your diet in a way that improves some aspect of your health or fitness. So if you're trying to, for example, row faster or longer, you could try to mess with your diet and see if it helps. Or you can try to mess with your sleep and see if it helps. And I think if you're trying to accomplish a goal of like getting a certain time or a certain pace at an event or like an activity, you can have, you can get into a situation where you have very specialized diets that might not seem healthy for everyone, but it is like a personal choice you're making to accomplish a specific goal. I don't have that, but I also see that if I eat junk food all the time, I do feel and row and like just overall my energy is lower. And I think that's personal. And I think that changes over time. But like the last time I did this, like I I realized that once in a while, it's like pretty nice for my body to get a salad or two as opposed to like a carby meal. And I'm very pro vegetables. I love all that vegetable stuff, but it's, it's so easy to sort of go off the rails and forget about what you're eating if you don't have a like a plan of why you're eating healthy. I think eating healthy in in this arbitrary sense isn't isn't useful because you just like you tie yourself up with like constantly thinking what's healthy, what's not. But I think it's way more easy to think about, okay, if I eat this meal, will I row better later? And the answer is almost always it doesn't matter <laughs> at the levels that I'm trying to like be active. And I think professional athletes are people that take fitness very seriously and they want to compete and they want to like get their numbers up, any, any small advantage for them is worth it because their health is tied to their fitness. And for me, it's obviously not like if I can get around my town and just accomplish all my tasks without feeling bad, you know, great. But once in a while I'm like walking and I feel a little out of breath and I'm like, okay, (laughs) I think that this isn't normal. I shouldn't be out of breath. What am I doing different in the last like week or month? And then almost always I find that like, oh shoot, like I've been having ice cream three times a week and like maybe, maybe this is catching up and then I can make like a note and then like I can try it. And honestly, almost always nothing, nothing matters, nothing changes. But sometimes I find like with the junk food every single day, it was, it was so clear that like I shouldn't have been doing that, but I do have these processes and like sort of checks and balances in place where I have a general feeling of where I want to be. And if you're retrospective and you are intentional about it, you can get to a goal of health or fitness, but I think it's personal. I don't, I don't, I don't like shame myself for having a burger or like, you know, having a late night out or anything like that. Cause my, my, my fitness goals are pretty modest. I'm just trying to, stay a little active and like have my back not hurt so much from sitting all day. But yeah, I I think health and fitness are pretty tied and a lot of times it doesn't, it doesn't fully matter, um, uh, you know, until it does. And then you can decide that personally, this is a thing or a choice that you're making for yourself. I guess. I mean, I think it does matter. And here's the thing. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but you know, every cell in our body gets what's the word um renewed or reborn or whatever um and at different times so um 
for example, our nails, you know, um, grow like faster in the summer, much slower in the winter, you know, toenails grow much slower than the fingernails, that kind of stuff. And so the, the body cells always regenerate or whatever. Um, and I believe liver is liver is the one that processes toxins and stuff like that. And, you know, junk food and, and everything liver cells, I believe regenerate, and I'm not a doctor, but like a doctor can confirm or deny it, but, but every three months, which me, which tells me that if I have junk food once every three months, it's not going to affect me at all. Because three months later, my cells are going to renew and that's it. There's not going to be a long-term effect. I think it's similar to pretty much every organ. It's just the, the, the timeline is different for every organ or for every part of the body. So I think knowing that knowledge, you know, is power. And knowing that alone allows you to not guilt yourself, but also create healthy boundaries for yourself. I think that's, um, that's important. I'm not fully on board with this theory, but... I do take your point that I think a lot of people are very hard on themselves and I think it's mostly in a form of guilt where I think people do basically the same stuff. I don't, I don't have a lot of self-control. So I, I, I try to like control myself through like processes and I don't buy junk food. So I, I like make decisions for future me that I normally regret. Like almost always, I'm like sitting at home and it's like 1130 and I'm like, I really wish I had something to snack on. I never do. And, <laughs> and like, it's probably fine, but I'm like so angry at like my past self for like not providing me some sort of snack. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing the right thing, I think. At least I'm on board with that. <laughs> right. So... It, I think it's complicated and it, it also changes over time. And like, I've had some periods where I was very, very active and trying to like get my numbers up and get faster at rowing and, and all that. But other times I, I find it way more satisfying to do errands and sort of get your exercise in from your environment. Like in Manhattan, for example, it, if you want to like do errands, it you'll, you'll like be pretty active walking around the city where if you're living a somewhere more suburban and like the car is involved and it, it's like a different activity because you're usually like lifting heavy boxes and loading it into your car or doing some sort of renovation. So I think if you can incorporate some sort of activity that allows you to judge whether or not you're feeling good, I think that's like an important like metric of whether or not you're being healthy. It's like, I, f I find it useful to get these like, data sources of, okay, I know that I do these errands. Normally my knee doesn't hurt, but now it does. Can I do something to improve it? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use my day-to-day -day activities as signals to myself in real time of sort of the health and fitness of myself. Cause obviously I'm not a, like an athlete that needs to perform, but I still want to be able to live the life that I live kind of comfortably without, you know, pain or discomfort or whatever it is. So always, always back to the self-awareness and intentionality, I guess. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, <clears throat> I guess you're right. Um, just never thought about 
self-awareness in that, in that, from that perspective, kind of when you, so I'll give you an example of what it made me think about actually. Um, you know, I played the guitar and I've zero notes knowledge. I have never gone to, um, to a music school, nothing. And, but I do play chords and I cannot myself tune the guitar, but I can hear when the guitar is out of tune. Mm -hmm. Um, and the way I hear that is I have four chords or actually three chords that go in a specific, um, order that I just try out and immediately I can hear that something's wrong, that something's not, is not in tune. So I think that what you're, what you talked about actually made me think about that, that that's exactly what I'm doing for the guitar. And that's what you are doing for your health. You're doing the same task or similar task. And then you, you're out of breath. Oh my God, something's wrong. Like I shouldn't be out of breath. Right. So kind of fine tuning your, your, um, (laughs) your internal guitar, so to speak, um, to be, to be in tune. Yeah. Like, and again, just because you can like collect some data points doesn't mean that it's like relevant information. And that's, that's like a tough task for me to parse because I'm, you know, very biased and like, I know only about what I feel, but I think some data and your interpretation is better than just deciding like by fiat that this is unhealthy and I won't eat this. I think it's more personal. And I think that you need to be more specific about like outcomes as opposed to something general, like the word health. Yeah, sure. Uh, Well, what gets measured gets done, right? It's Mm -hmm. a, Mm-hmm. well-known um, expression. I don't know. I've heard a couple of people say it, so <laughs> not sure who said it first, but yeah, what gets measured gets done. And I, I agree. It's, the goals should be specific, just like everywhere in life, I think. Yeah. So what are you going to, um, what goal are you going to set for yourself in terms of fitness? Mm, like I'm trying to walk more, but I've been like pretty lazy with food lately. and. I don't, I don't really know what to do. Like I got the COVID vaccine and now I'm like pretty sleepy and the season's changing. So I'm not sure if I'm like doing something wrong or we're going through this like transitional period where I'm getting like seasonal allergies. So I'm, I'm in the middle of figuring out like my health situation cause it is in flux. But again, I'm just trying to be patient with myself and not, not judge too hard, but I also don't eat a lot of bad stuff. So you know, a little ice cream never hurt anyone, right? <laughs> I agree. Well, right now I'm doing non-dairy ice cream. So mm-hmm. um, there's this, we sometimes order from Bear Burger because that's the food I can kind of tolerate. And it's mm-hmm. also, you know, healthy or whatever, reasonably sustained or whatever, sustainably harvested, I don't know, whatever. Um, so they actually have a vegan milkshake, which tastes just like a regular milkshake. Um and it's made of coconut ice cream, so non-dairy, um, and hemp milk. And it's freaking delicious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. I wouldn't call that healthy, but I'm happy that you found a nice treat. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice treat that I can actually tolerate. So <laughs> I'm excited. Good. Hope you enjoy it. I will. Just like you enjoy ice cream, I get to enjoy something that's cold and sweet. <laughs> 
All right, Eugene. Talk to you next week. See you.